Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bad Cat Funky Podcast. This is going to be issue number 80. Woo. Yeah, 80. It's always great when we hit those, those even tens. It's great. Before no, we'll be at 90 and then 100. But before we start with Final Fantasy V, the 15 podcast, let's go ahead and meet our cast for tonight. Joining us, we have Dave the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. Jay's Mac. I need an elixir. <laughs> and of course, the original coyote himself, Sergio. I like spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti. Uh, and I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. As always, we have a couple of items of nerd news that we want to get out of the way. Oh, man. So first off, everyone, as everybody knows in the nerd world, if you've been tuning in, Spider-Man Homecoming trailer dropped from Sony Pictures, which is a weird thing to say. Marvel is a part of it. So anyone I've seen people say, oh, is Marvel still a part of this thing? What's going on with that? Yes, Marvel is very much a part of this thing. Sony is not in charge, Mm -hmm. pretty much. And you can kind of see that proof in the pudding when you watch the trailer. (laughs) Uh, It's it's absolutely incredible to see Spider-Man being fixed. I say fixed because as we've seen with the past Spider-Man movies, movies we've gotten a different flavor of peter parker and a different flavor of spider-man himself and the story but this one looks to be going back to uh what spider-man should be he looks like an actual kid he looks like he actually belongs in high school and mm-hmm. and his quips and he's actually really funny and he's really into it tom holland reprises his role from uh, captain america civil war everybody loves him from that what did you guys think of the trailer when when you saw it i mean what, what was what was your reaction oh, um, good, i man. definitely oh, like the music in it i gotta say like that actual like song MGMT time Dude, to that was like yeah. such a great song to go with and it's like yeah you, you, you kind of feel like what he's going through kind of when it's like da, da, da. it's like yeah so <laughs> yeah I think they got the teen indie movie music song to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah they it's did yeah great. it's great I, I feel like that was in, in school he was a nerd <laughs> it's awesome. I, I, I love just, the, the 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 bank heist intro. It's just perfect. It yeah. just sets the tone for what's to come. Um, just like the the <laughs> level of sass that he has for these guys. It's like, hey, you're not the Avengers. Yeah. I can tell now. The Hulk, Hulk gives it away. Yeah, Hulk yeah, gives yeah. it away. <laughs> it's awesome. It, it's just it's it is what I think we wanted when we first saw Tom Holland in Civil War. Yeah. Um, it, it's looking good. It's looking to have a great cast. Even Iron Man is showing up. Um, I'm I can't wait even more than before, and I didn't think that would be possible. A lot of my coworkers, like especially like one guy, Joel, like he's re- he loves Spider Man. Like yeah. his login is like Spidey, pretty much. And um, oh, thanks. Then we gotta so what, what's his username then? <laughs> so basically, um, damn it. So like uh, he always says like. Of the original like Spider-Man movies, he loved um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, but hated his Peter Parker. Yet for like Andrew Garfield, he liked his Peter Parker, but fucking hated his Spider-Man. What? That's opposite. Know? Like he didn't. He just didn't. Yeah, like, like, I, 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 I agree. I agree with his assessment. I but, did not like however, Andrew Garfield's however, Spider-Man. With that said, this is like the first Spider-Man movie he's seen where he likes them both. He likes both Peter Parker and Spider-Man because it feels like they're yeah. actually two good like characters. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I don't know. That feels opposite to me whenever someone's like, I like Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker, because he's just like skateboarded dude, so cool. Yeah. Look at him, skip some rocks. And you're just like, that's <laughs> stupid. 
Yeah, but uh, his, his Spider-Man was was even worse. You know, he's all like mopey and stuff. He's like stalking Gwen Stacy. And in, and, in the, and at the end of the fight with uh, with with Jimmy Fox, is a lecturer. He's like, oh, so you're going to England, huh? Spider-Man. What? It's so weird. Like you you pick out your 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 girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, whatever she was at the time in the crowd. You're like, oh, so you're moving away still, huh? I just fought a villain. Did you see that? I'm like, who made this? What is this? I don't know. I, I like the, the Spider-Man parts of those Spider-Man movies just because he was hilarious. Yeah. Like, he he just didn't give any fucks about who he was fighting. He just had to come back for everything. And that's what Spider-Man should be. And Tom Holland has done that as well. I yeah. think, Dude, it's crazy. And and I love that, that Tony Stark is a part of his life because yeah. you can see that his suit is enhanced even more when he presses the... Because uh, we, we noticed, like, the, the, the Spider-Man logo, like, had, was, had, like, a, what looked like a button on it in the Spider-Man abdomen. Um, thorax, whatever the hell, insect parts. And when they, when he pressed it in the trailer, it kind of just like fell off of him. I was like, oh, that's cool because right. that explains how he can get it on and off so easily. That's so awesome. That if you actual... notice in the trailer when he's in like the limo with Tony Stark, <laughs> Tony Stark does have like a bruise under his eye, which means it's happening somewhere around like Civil War right Civil after. Civil War. Yeah. 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 I just love the advice that Tony too. Stark gives him too. He's like, you know, don't do anything that I wouldn't do. Or that I would do. There's a gray area. Just live there. That's where you live. But uh, what, I really love this uh, this Tom Holland version of him already. And I'm probably looking too far into it. But he's just excited to be Spider-Man. Like, he's psyched. He's not like, oh, this is some horrible burden that I have where I have to save people. And um, I'm Tobey Maguire. And I got to make sure that my family doesn't get killed again. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, like, he's just excited. But he's also nervous that he's going to get in trouble. Like, that's it. Like, he's yeah. a kid. He's a kid. Like a kid. And he's just like, oh, God, Aunt May's going to be pissed at me. <laughs> and, like, I love that because it's just, it's endearing, I think, to to the Spider-Man character. And uh, it's not, they're not trying to be dark and, like, goofing up on it. It's just fun. And he's, you know, his references, the Star Wars and stuff like that and Civil War and everything like that. Like, he's just excited and he's just a kid. And he's like, this is awesome. But I could get in trouble. But it's fun. <laughs> so there's no like you know real conflict with him. It's just going to be a fun movie. And I think a lot of people are going to be introduced to the Spider-Man for the first time, and I think it's going to create lifelong fans. I'm really excited for uh, Michael Keaton as the Vulture. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, he is a grizzled old man. If anyone had people any like oh, Birdman, that... now now we know where he. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. just gonna King. say. <laughs> He lived enough. He lived long enough to become the villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yes, it's comes full circle. Batman. Oh yeah. man. Oh. I mean, if, if anyone had any doubts that he would not be able to pull off grizzled old man Bruce Wayne in a possible Batman Beyond movie, then mm. this is gonna. Happen. <laughs> yeah. This is pretty much it. This, this is, is pretty much it. We're gonna this, get to Michael Keaton in a Batman um, Beyonders movie. Even with the wings, right? We talked about that last week. The wings. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think of the costume? I, I do like the changes. Uh, I, I don't really like the motorcycle helmet kind of thing, but the rest of it looks really, really cool because, as everybody knows, the vulture is like a goofy-looking old man with like bird wings. He's like, "Where Spider-Man," yeah. you know. <laughs> and that would not translate to the actual movie verse in tw- in twenty seventeen. Oh, not at all. In this day and age. You know, the uh, old man with wings like, hello, Peter. (laughs) I followed you from high school. Like, what? That'd be crazy. It would get a much (laughs) different tone. (laughs) Much different tone with that villain. It would be crazy. Yeah. But uh, I I do like like the overall tone, like Marvel is keeping with uh, with Spider-Man. And it looks like we're finally going to get a series of Spider-Man movies that we're going to love and we're going to actually want to own. You know, because like, uh, I... Like the other ones, some of the McGuire ones was alright. I, I like, I like, I like the, the some of the characters. Like I like Doc Ock, like that. Yeah, I like, oh, was a good yeah, character, was but a I hated. Villain. 
it was great and everything about him was amazing he was he was you know peter parker's his peer his superior and peter looked up to him and everything about that in that movie was great and then in the end they just like killed him off and it was a really really bad ending for mm-hmm. that movie you mm-hmm. know but everything leading up to that was 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 really cool so so here we're going to see the, the vulture which i didn't think was gonna did you guys know that was gonna be the villain for for homecoming or yeah yeah they announced that yeah. a little while ago yeah yeah yeah, Vulture. Man. My yeah, question that was, is, especially with the way I forgot, I mean. but it wasn't a surprise once I saw it. Uh, Speaking of yeah. villains, do we have any insight as to whether or not we're going to see uh, Harry Osborn or anything like that yet? Because like, that dynamic in the other two movies um, could be good and bad, and I wonder if this is going to happen in, in Homecoming as well. Well, this, what they'll probably do, there's, there, I've heard anything about any Osborns thus far. Good. Um, but what I'm going to bet is if Harry does end up showing up, the, he'll probably end up becoming Venom because that's what they've done in the Ultimate Story arc. Uh, no that's way. what they've done in um, the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon as well, where well, he was like, you know, a substitute Spider-Man, and then he ended up just kind of losing his mind. Hmm. Um, and then, and it was because of his dad's like, you know, meddling with. Um, I think he com- combined in the cartoon, if I'm not mistaken. It's been a while since I watched it. Like, and this is the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, so one of the more recent uh, iterations. It was a combination of the goblin serum and his spider blood that created the venom symbiote. No shit, that is kind of cool. Wow. So that was kind of cool. Um, but what I think they're going to end up doing, which I hope, is because uh, we do have the Infinity Gauntlet stuff kind of coming up. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure the Secret Wars is how Spider-Man got the black suit in the first place. Yeah. So I'm wondering <laughs> if they do something like that there. Because, it, like, I never thought I'd be, I'd be able to say this, but we're living in a time um, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe where the original Venom origin is plausible in movie form. Yeah, big time. So, Interesting. I mean, I never now, it dawned on me like the other day. I was like, they could have the Beyonder and all that shit, and like everyone's fighting each ooh. other and villains and heroes and all that stuff, and that's how Spider-Man gets a suit. Is he re- he messes his own suit up and. He goes to Reed. He goes, hey, how do I fix this? Reed's like, yeah, use the thing with the thing over there and press the button. So he presses the wrong button and the suit comes out. And because the symbiote can change into whatever clothes he wants, it just like turned into a Spider-Man suit and he was none the wiser. And then he, all of a sudden it was black. He goes, oh, cool. Black, sleek. This is kind of cool. And then Venom happened. Wow. Yeah. So we hopefully we get that. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Dude, that would be awesome. Yeah. Be Hell sick, yeah. Right? Now, now who, who would you get to play Venom this, this time around? Oh, I don't even know. It would have to be... So I don't like the Topher Ashley Grace. Kutcher, because they had, you know, <laughs> Eric Foreman, so let's put the Ashley Kutcher in there, because we... No. No, I mean, actually, you know what? Ashley Kutcher wouldn't be that far off, in all honesty. So you want to get someone who could be jealous of Peter, right? Because he's just, like, he's jealous of his success. He's jealous that everyone likes him, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. before Peter showed up, everyone kind of liked Eddie. He's kind of a jackass. He's kind of a clown, but... You know, did a pretty good job. So, like, you can easily get Ashton Kutcher to be the fucking meathead jackass who, like, everyone hates. <laughs> you know who Easy. should play that guy, though? <laughs> Andrew Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yes. Nice. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yes. You know, I think he'd be game for that too. You know, he he was pretty. I want I don't want to say salty about Spider Man. He he voiced that it wasn't that good. That his his wasn't that good. He's like, yeah. what do you guys do with this? But uh, that'd be amazing to <laughs> see. Like, awesome. do it. Why not? Do it. Fuck it. Yeah. No balls, Hollywood. You won't do it. No balls. <laughs> you won't. You won't. <laughs> uh, the old Marvel. Would. I would say also for maybe for for Venom, uh, it's Tom Hardy because he's good at everything. Yeah. Oh, Tom Hardy's never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about? Do you remember they did that uh, YouTube 
like video where it was like Venom, but you don't know it's Venom until the end. And that was um, the the brother from True Blood played Eddie Brock in that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Oh, so he could do it. He did a pretty good job. He was actually that was unsettling at the end. He did a really good job. It was really good. Um, oh, Ryan Quatton, right? Is that who yeah, it is? Cool, cool, yeah. yeah, the Australian. I his, his last name. Mm-hmm. That guy. Jason, you did a great job. Uh, anyways, but Dave, there's uh, speaking of movies, something you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So recently, past couple of days, we got another taste of the Power Ranger Zords and what they may possibly look like. What a very, very um, I guess you could say, like, mystical-looking, like, poster of him. So what we see in the poster is basically the Sabretooth Tiger Zord just chilling in, like, the foreground. And the background, as it keeps on going, we get to see more um, of, like, other, like, Zords. which is kind of in the background. We see a Pterodactyl Zord, like, in the air, so on and so forth. We really don't get to see the rest of the details of the Zord except for Sabretooth Tiger, which is still going with the whole, like mechanical meets biological type of device creature basically was what the zords are supposed to be mm-hmm. um yeah i don't like any of it doesn't look good <laughs> yeah. just bad. i mean we doesn't got to see good. what the the megazord looks like through a toy back in november oh god um, yeah and it's like you're looking at that and it's like how are those supposed to morph into that it, it, it looks it looks like a weird character model from like soul caliber or something you yeah know? it doesn't look like anything <laughs> it's like if you point into that and be like this is going to be a pirates movie it's a bit megazord i'm like what that's Actually, that's stupid you that know can't what it really reminds me of though now i'm thinking about it the hmm. terrible cg ninja megazord from the original power Rangers oh movie. no it has the no. same like body type and it like has the same color scheme and stuff like that and it just doesn't look it's not what, what we wanted. It doesn't even what resemble bothers me the about the, Megazord. Like, but what bothers me is about the Megazord and also the Zords in general, especially when you look at them, is they remind me of like the original, like Transformer, like the Michael Bay Transformers. Is like, yeah. is that a face? Is that an eye? Like, what? What am I looking at here? Like, I guess that's the head because it's on top of the body. But where's the? You know what I mean? Like, you can't really make out parts. Um, yeah. Some toys were leaked of what they supposedly look like, and. They're the colors, but they don't look like the animal's supposed to look like. For instance, yeah. like Mastodon has like six legs, I think. Like he has like six or eight legs, but he's like the Mastodon, pretty much. Um, or at least it looks like he has six legs. I don't know if it's supposed to be that he has she has that many legs, or it's supposed to re- represent him moving really quick. Um, hmm. But yeah, it's they're very, very just like weird looking the toys. Like yeah. Remember, like, the dollar store Power Ranger toys we'd buy every now and then? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Like one solid <laughs> color, and, like, that, that's the what they mega, kind of look like. The Mega like, Troopers? So. Yeah. yeah. Because you know called, what? Like, it's, it's one of those things where Hollywood's trying to, like, oh, let's be inventive. Let's not do anything from the original, even though we're, we're using the same names, the same Andrew Grove, the same, you know, every, like, like, premise, pretty much. Yeah. Well, let's make it modern day. You know, mm-hmm. I wish that they got the guy who, uh, I wish I knew his, I should look up his name, the guy who did all the, uh, all the robot work for Pacific Rim. I mean... That would that would look more like Power Rangers than yeah. this would. I don't know who this concept art is or, or this this character model is, but if the guy from Pacific Rim did it, I mean, look um, at uh, Gypsy Danger. Gypsy Danger me, looks more like Power Rangers. Check, but I think that was all. Else. I think that was all Guillermo del Toro actually. Oh really? Wow. Let me double hmm. check. I mean, he like, is he is crazy talented. Like, he did start off as a makeup artist before becoming a director. He started off as a makeup artist and special effects artist. So that that it may would make sense. But let me just uh, let me fact check that before I say it. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah, if you look I'll at uh, at uh, Gypsy Danger or uh, Eureka Seven, the uh, the Australian uh, robot, like they look more like 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 Zords and, <laughs> and Power Rangers than, than these things do. <laughs> I mean, I it's weird too because I wonder who okay's this stuff in Hollywood. They're just like, I mean, I guess style is subjective as well because I see that some people actually like the, the this look because you can see that the saber tooth tigers to some of the uh, the the pterodactyl people are like, oh, that looks pretty neat. Can't wait to see uh, what's gonna look like. And then other people are just like, nope, I, I don't think so. And then people, other people who are undecided are like, oh, we'll have to see. And those people cost us the election. But uh, in any case. So. <laughs> and those people are why we can't have nice things. Those people voted for Harambe. Hey, <laughs> so, I did too. Well, <laughs> it penciled in. I think it was what, like, like uh, 15,000. Uh, somewhere 12 or 11,000. Like thousands of people actually did write in Harambe. I'm like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in him. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, this new Power Rangers movie. I don't know, man. Like, I the trailer didn't look too bad to me. I, I really wanted to hate it, yeah. but it didn't look too bad. And I'm yeah. just like, oh no, I'm oh, I want to hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where you see a little bit and you're like, this is fucking terrible. And then you see a little bit more and you're like, yeah, it's not terrible. Man, and you see a little I bit more and you're like, this is fucking terrible. And it's just this, like my head is spinning from I'm like, I can't make up my mind. I'm probably I won't be able to until I see this shitty movie. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> can't make my mind until I see this pile of garbage and know it's going to be like the new Transformers. You know, oh, I just want to know, like, what final monster they're going to fight at the end. You know, like it's it's going to happen. We know it has it's to be going Goldar. To it has to be it's, Goldar. It, Goldar. It could very well. They didn't even bring up Goldar. No, you know, it could very well be just a giant meter repulsa. Yeah. I, I was thinking that. I or was she might have her own Zord. If it goes with the theory that Greg has that she was the original Green Ranger, she might have her own Zord that she fights. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. The good thing with the Dragon Zord, it was as big as the Megazord, and it yep. can like, hold its own. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, it'll be Finley. Remember Finley? The guy who makes the fucking Oh, the monsters. guy who makes the monsters like with the ears. Like, the, the monster oh, that makes the monsters. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got the apron on. He's got name. glasses on. Finley. He's all white. He's got like, it looks like an elf. The I have bake I have that he makes them out of. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> it's just going to be a million putty men, and when you kill them, they're going to be like, and they're going to be holding their neck and dying <laughs> just like they would. Right? It's it's going to be a million putty men. It's, there's going to be a hole in the sky because Hollywood's obsessed with a portal hole in the sky. Karen's going to have to close it so that you know it's going to be like that be stupid like crap. Yeah, it's 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 so ridiculous how like that's in every movie. So portal in the sky, all these like nameless, faceless villains, and we have the putties, so they're going to have to fight like waves and waves of putties. There's going to be some kind of device <laughs> Reader Repulsa has at the end that opens up a portal. To some other dimension, I guess it'll bring through. I don't know. Maybe, oh my maybe god! And that's how Zordon gets, gets trapped in the other dimension. He's not trapped oh. in the other dimension in this one, and then he has to close the hole and he gets stuck back there. And then oh. Alpha Five finds a crystal that only shows his face, and that's how he communicates from now on. <laughs> wow! Damn, damn, Greg! Damn, that's, damn! It, hey, you're welcome. S- spoilers, <laughs> spoilers, by the yeah. way. Spoilers. Spoiler alert, Greg! Whoa! Well, <laughs> most of this movie are probably listening, not listening, but they're probably like find our podcast and be like, "Fuck." How they yeah. got figured out? Shit! How they got rewrite this whole shit? These people that have paid genius. all this God money in Hollywood, damn it! How they figured it out? We thought we were so clever with all this garbage. <laughs> like Michael Bay's Transformers coming soon. He saw right through our ruse, just like he has all the other times. We oh, get our no. asses sued. He's too dangerous. We have to get rid. Of him. To be fair, the first Transformers like Hollywood was trailing okay. Him okay. It wasn't that bad. It was. It was okay. Yeah, it was. It was. It was all right. It was passable. Um, yeah. And they just didn't improve on the formula. I have not seen yeah. the new Ninja Turtles movie, the second one. Um, I have access to it. I just haven't been able to bring myself. To I, watch it. I I saw it. It was uh, it 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 should have been what what, what the first one should have been. Like it yeah. it was a little bit better, but still kind of. Eh, so the, so they improved a little bit. It's, it's good to know that Michael Bay is able to improve some things. 
Somewhat, but there's Somewhat. still like you know, still like very pay within plot. Like you know, Sh- Sh- Shredder took a backseat to Krang, and it's oh. it's like its own thing. It's so stupid. All right, sit down. All right. Well, anyways, moving on to the next item, we have a new Pokemon Go update kind of happening right now, uh, which is actually really cool. Um, so retail stores, there have been rumors that retail stores can kind of pay for more, you know, get, become a Pokestop to lure in business, stuff like that. Hey, see what I did there? I said lure in business. And ah. You're welcome. Um, so uh, around my area, uh, certain Sprint stores have, become, have gotten Pokestops. Uh, there is a Starbucks that has one now that features a Pokemon Go Frappuccino. Ooh, I have not had it yet, but it's part of the thing. Pocacino. Hey. hey. You're welcome. Uh, and this has all been kind of rolling out uh, slowly over the holidays. But now, my friends, there is a special holiday Pikachu who wears a little Santa hat. Fucking adorable as hell. Um, he Actually, I've, I've been seeing more Pikachus now with a holiday hat than I have non-holiday hat Pikachus. Because they're making him spawn more often. <laughs> yeah, so, they were. Yeah, they, they, they were really scarce. People were like, "Where I want one? Yeah. God damn it!" <laughs> I caught two before, and I thought I was like doing really well. And now I have like I think I have seven Santa hat Pikachu's. Uh, the cool thing is, if you evolve Pikachu into a Raichu, he keeps his hat. If you oh, keep nice. to the holiday one, what? <laughs> yeah, so cool. he keeps his hat, which looks weird on Raichu because his ears are bigger. Right, he just holds on to it in evolution. He evolves, and he's just like. Whoop. The other cool thing is, so you, there's the buddy system now. We all know you can choose a Pokemon, be your buddy. And if you walk a certain amount of uh, kilometers, you get a candy for that Pokemon breed. Uh, you can do it for Holiday Pikachu, and they actually have made it one kilometer per candy. So you don't have to walk that much. You can literally pace around in circles like I do sometimes at work and get those candies. I've gotten 20 candies today. Hey. I don't know. It's it's pretty cold out there, man. I don't know if I'm doing any, time, any kind of walking anytime soon for some Pikachu candies, man. <laughs> we both work in an inside mall. We'll be fine. Also, I, for those who don't live in the north, there's that option too. Yeah, listeners <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Uh, I, don't, I don't know when this is going to end. There's also uh, been rumblings that Gen Two Pokemon are starting to filter through uh, in the form of egg hatching, uh, very, very slowly, but they're being added into there. So uh, be sure to get those eggs hatched, and maybe you'll get a first generation two. Pokemon. What about some Mudkips? I heard you like Mudkips. Mudkips. How about some Mudkips? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some Mudkips? <laughs> the most useless Pokemon in the world is a Mudkip. It's my favorite. Because at least a Magikarp evolves into something cool. <laughs> Mudkip just fucking sucks. I'll admit, I do. I do miss when like Serge would just like randomly text me at like one o'clock in the morning. We gotta hunt some Pokemon. And it's like. Yeah. You're right. Let's do this. That we're able to drive fun. around and get them. So like, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, country probably people still play. It's still, it's still. Yeah. Oh, I, I still play. Know? I still let that go. I, dude, I'm, yeah. I'm, I still have to catch 150. I have 105. I need the other 45. I need. Yeah, dude, yeah. People still go around and play. It's just, it's not in the mainstream media, and a lot of people live their lives by what's in mainstream media. Yeah. Know? But uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's still popping. People will still go out. Like I remember, like, uh, like when like Mike and I were going around getting stuff. Like we got a couple of Pikachu's. In this like in this like uh, this other area that's like not too far from us, and we just kept like circling around, and they just kept popping up. We're like, oh yes, they're over here. They're only over here. <laughs> um, when I was in Toronto, and I, I want to do this again, but I uh, I decided to go to a park where there's just loaded with uh, with Pokestops and stuff like that, and there's so many people. There had to be 250 people around us, just all searching, and it was it was pretty lit, right? And uh, I just decided to yell Dragonite and then just leave. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah, and then I just ran so many people he... tripping over each other. Yeah. Oh my god. And that was asked uh, kindly to leave Canada. 
<laughs> Never come back to Canada. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things either on the podcast. In local news today, a local asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody freaked out. And then a mosh pit happened. Where is it? Yep. <laughs> um, the other thing in, in iOS news, too, just kind of throw this out there. Uh, Mario, Super Mario Run came out uh, today for iPhone, iOS devices specifically. Um, in case you all didn't know, it's not free, even though it says the word get on it. Uh, when you go to the app store, it says get. Get means it's usually free to play. You pay to win kind of deal. Uh, what it, they give you is the first three or four levels as a demo to play. And then afterwards, you can buy of all of the rest. And you can't even beat the, you can't beat the castle. You can't beat the castle. You have to you give you 20 seconds to play the castle. Just get a taste. You couldn't beat it's, that in 20 seconds? Like, 20, 20 seconds. <laughs> 20 seconds. Did I say you, 20 minutes? You 20 could, no, you couldn't beat it in 20 seconds? <laughs> I didn't. Oh. I tried it on the demo, and then I, I once said I couldn't do it. I'm just You're kidding. Jason, you beat it in 20 seconds? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I had a game you. What are you talking about? Yeah. Mario Run? Do it all the time. Yeah. 20 yeah. seconds. All the time. All the time. 20, 20 all seconds. The whole yeah. level. It's I'm making that claim right now. I didn't do it at all. Piece of cake. Piece of crumb cake. It's such a crazy cash grab. Mario Run. It's like, come on. The price point for Mario Run is $10. 9 dollars 99 10 fucking Is it really $10? Yeah. Yeah. $10. Jesus. Nintendo's hubris is crazy. I know. It's $20. You motherfuckers will buy it because it's Nintendo. And it's Mario Run. You guys like running running games, right? Mario, we're Nintendo. Buy it. And people are like, yep, let's do it. You know what's really funny is they did me a huge favor by allowing the demo that because i after i played it i'm like you know what like i'm not gonna buy it i'm good yeah like i really don't <laughs> honestly if they were to just be like hey it's ten dollars play it or don't choose a choose a side asshole like i totally would have paid ten dollars and then was disappointed be like well that's what i get but they let me demo it and i'm like thanks nintendo i do <laughs> respectfully <Yeah>. decline <laughs> yeah i totally yeah, agree in the, in the chat going on right now i think it should have been five at most yeah yeah at most a cheaper it's, a cheaper price point would, would have been smarter i mean like that's it's so crazy i mean it's like it's like call of duty putting out a you know a game every year hey, it's 60 full dollars copy paste everything but at go, the same yeah. time it's, though it's like still cheaper than any mario game out there right now you know there's there's still yeah. that going with to it it's still cheaper than an actual like $60 Mario game but it's it's not a full Mario game not yeah, really that, that it's doesn't count. not but it's they not. know people are going to pay it like, no, they absolutely they already yeah. have I guarantee it yeah but it's, it's it's not the same thing as saying you know it's cheaper than any of the Mario game out there but it's not it's not a, a comparable Mario game yeah, yeah. it's not you, you don't have control yeah. over which direction he moves which kind of adds to some of the challenge I, I oh, will submit God, that yeah, it does. but you don't have to jump on the Goombas you just let him go and he'll just hurdle yeah. over him <sighs> what yeah that's well, that yeah. even adds to the challenge because if you're that type of person that has to kill every Goomba, then you're going to try to kill every single fucking Goomba. But that that goes against 30 years of gaming <laughs> instincts. Ten it does. Years. 31 years Ten of gaming. Years. I'll say 30 because I'm pretty sure I didn't play video games when I was one years old. 30. <laughs> or did you? Or did I? Bum, bum, bum. Did you? Um, uh, and that's all. That's pretty much all the nerd news that we have to get out of the way uh, for this week. This is the week of December Thursday, fifteenth, twenty sixteen. I jumbled that up so you can copy and paste that and do whatever you like with it in your mind. Guys, stay tuned for the main portion of the podcast as we talk about Final Fantasy fifteen. Final Fantasy 15 hasn't 
had an easy development cycle. Development first began in 2006 under the title Final Fantasy Versus 13 for the PlayStation 3 and was intended as a much darker addition to the long-running series. As is the case for many video games, the title suffered from development limbo and a revolving door of artists, game engines, and devs of all shapes and sizes. The latest installment of the Final Fantasy franchise has shipped no less than 5 million units in its first 24 hours, making it the fastest selling title in the franchise and has earned a Metacritic score thus far of 83. This week we're going, we're finally going on a road trip with Noctis, Ignis, Gladius, and of course, Prompto, throughout the mysterious land of Eos. Eos, Eos. Not gonna work here anymore. Eos. Eos. I'm gonna say boom, boom, boom. We're here to say Eos. This week, Jay's Mac is driving th- is driving the regalia as he catches us up on the story of Final Fantasy 15. Greg, you're telling me I got to drive this jalopy of a car? Oh yeah, because <laughs> it keeps breaking down on us. Things running out of gas, and we're uh, <laughs> trying to get to somewhere. Oh, <laughs> you somewhere. guys, we are in the world of Aos. I said a boom, boom, boom. Um, <laughs> there are three kingdoms in this land in this. This, this planet of ours here, uh, the, the kingdom of Lucius, Tenebrae, and Nephilheim, which is one of the funniest names of a kingdom I've ever heard. Um, each nation has had a crystal bestowed upon them by the gods, uh, yet Lucius is the only remaining kingdom that has a crystal. The crystal is connected to magical pyres, which is controlled by the king of uh, Lucius named Regis. He's also Noctis's daddy. Um, so he is using the power to essentially protect his nation and his people, uh, with the aid of a ring of Lucii. Um, Niflheim, I think is a little bit jealous that they still have a crystal, you know, they didn't play nice with their crystal and now they want somebody else's. Um, what they're doing is they're really partnering up with demons and they're creating this magic, uh, it's called Magitech and they're basically going through and building an army of, uh, soulless robots. If this sounds familiar already to you guys, just say it. Um, I think Star Wars is happening in this video game. Uh, <laughs> no, so, so basically, Niflheim is gaining strength and they're positioning themselves for an attack on Lucius. And um, King Regis sees this, right? And he's actually deciding to be a little bit um, proactive and he decides to make a treaty with Niflheim basically uh, offering up Noctis, his son, to marry the Oracle, this girl named Lady Lunafreya, who is once uh, a citizen of Tenebrae, um, and now she's a captive, kind of free-willed person of Niflheim. She is the Oracle, basically. She is a summoner of the gods um, that have come before, um, and they are about to to wed, right, as a, as a partnership. Um, during as you the, do in partnerships yeah, yeah exactly you complete you know you uh so anyway what happens is during this <laughs> treaty um yeah this is this is it right here um so basically during this treaty uh the leaders of niflheim actually stage an attack they steal the crystal and they kill the king uh and this is pretty awful all while this is happening noctis and his three best friends and his his trusted advisors if you will now are actually out on their journey to go meet up with lady lunafreya and they're about to meet up with her and, and marry her 
Uh, not all three. Not in that weird situation. They're all about to marry her. They're all about to marry her. <laughs> Your fantasy. Your fantasy's coming Buddies. true. <laughs> um, they're heading towards a, 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 a Niflheim-controlled city-state called Altissia. And basically, this is kind of like a free but not so free area of, of the planet. And um, they're, they're all heading there as kind of their common ground. Um, on their journey, their car breaks down. And that is where we pick up off of in the game. Um, what we have to do in order to, to progress the story is we have to start hunting and hunting bounties. And we have to start earning money to repair the car. And we start getting into the different uh, objectives of the game from there. Um, we have to start making our way towards finding a ferry or finding some sort of ship to get us to, to see Lady Lunafreya, and that's where we pick up off of. So um, there's been a ton that this game has to offer so far, um, but I want to get everybody's thoughts. If you guys have played it yet, if you haven't, if you've played other Final Fantasies as well, how does this compare and how do you guys feel about this? And, and I also want to mention that uh, pretty much like the, the, the pre-story to all this was in the movie Kingsglaive, which mm, we yes. did a podcast on. So check that out if hey, you guys want to go back that out. And, and it's cool seeing Kingsglaive and then going into this game because a lot is explained. And, and then it pretty much leaves off where, you know, all this all this stuff is is, is starting up. Because, you know, the whole time you're watching Kingsglaive, you're like, oh, where, where is this like guy who's supposed to be mar- marrying uh, Luna Freya? Right. You know, you see you see the fight between the, between the kingdoms that are coming to take... The, the, the crystal like the, the the more more technologically advanced one that have like all the, the demons and summons and stuff at their disposal stormtroopers coming to take over the um yeah and that's uh, that's niflheim right the yeah. one who's more jealous of uh yeah they're coming to take over this crystal and you see them like the battle between like the the, the kings and everything and how you know the king was weakened and you know they're uh like the, his 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 king's glaive had to defend him and everything it was it was a really cool really cool movie and uh, and in this game you pick you pick up with like Noctis and his friends and stuff and and uh, you find out that you know there's something special about him too and the game is so oh god it's gorgeous holy yeah crap. like Jesus Christ yeah. like Harry like, like I was playing on my, my my friend's uh, uh, TV it's like it's got you know the fancy high definition whatever it's it's a 4K TV and he's got a PS4 Pro and I'm like oh my god this game is crazy beautiful yeah. you know the, the the draw distances are are really far like it's just crazy for a console game. And then you see, like, so there's so much, like, texture work on every, every single one of the characters and, and like, the weapons. And uh, and it's crazy, dude. Like, just the overall look of the game, I would oh, yeah. say, is, is, is top-notch. Square Enix does not mess around no. when it comes to visuals. They don't. And they don't mess around with those loading screens either. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't have a Final Fantasy without those loading screens, okay? <laughs> um, Serge, to your point, yeah, this game is so beautiful, right? But... I actually started noticing my uh, my artisanal eye or just my uh, my curmudgeonly attitude um, <laughs> about textures. I started noticing some some flaws here and there, some corners that they cut, and I was getting so angry. And then all of a sudden, I'd see like a, a monster during some like arena battles and stuff like that, and I was like, "Damn, this game is beautiful." And then like I cut back <laughs> to like a library where they just like copied the textures. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I was like getting mad, but then all of a sudden, I'll see the character and I'll see Noctis's hair. I'm like, "God, that's gorgeous." It's yeah, so it's crazy. <laughs> I hate the freaking Sasuke hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's oh he totally does. Sasuke, by the way. It like, is. There has to be some kind of, you know. I yeah, hate the way the characters look. Like, I mean, I'm saying they don't look beautiful and like, the texture is all that. Gr- I mean, texture is horrible. I mean, they look gorgeous, but they all look like tools. Like, the character models. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, like Gladius looks like the type of guy to put like a, a something in your drink. Like the way he looks. Like all his <laughs> tattoos and shit. Like... 
You'd wake up like in his bed. That's the kind of guy he looks. He just... he looks like the rocks like twerky like little brother kind of thing. Like he's just trying to he's, be the he's... rock the whole time. Yeah, he's, not. he's he's like he's like he's like the rocks like estranged Japanese cousin. Yeah, who's like who's like <laughs> a J rock star slash wrestler. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like I like the big guys in these games. Like I'm over that they're usually the yeah, ones that gravitate too. Yeah, bleh. they're the ones that only make you feel anything. But um, like. <laughs> I just, they look like tools. Like, I really hate the way they look. They look like a really bad, like, K-pop band. Yeah, they're all dressed in black, which I noticed there's, like, no, I don't know about you guys, but my my take on the characters, like, I, I ultimately am going to love this game because I'm such a fan of Final Fantasy, but yeah. these characters, like, almost have nothing to them. Um, the, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, their, their outfits really suggest their personalities almost, um, mm-hmm. where they're just kind of boring to me. Like I, I don't know if, if you guys have picked up on that at all, but yeah. the yeah. character I feel creation like developers made them and were like, let's make them cool. Like uh, cool kids always wear black. Yeah, let's have their hair do this because that's what the cool kids. Well, do. I mean, like it, yeah. it's all it's all the previous archetypes. You know what I mean? Like so, um, Prompto is just Zell from Final Fantasy VIII. Yes, he's literally the same character. He even has the same hair and the same <laughs> yep. archetype. Yep, it's that's Zell. Um, Noctis kind of reminds me of um, of Squall actually a little bit. Yeah, nonchalant, doesn't really care what's happening. Yeah, he's just like whatever, man. Prepubescent bastard that he is. Yeah. Yep. Um, The only other thing is I don't like um, Gladios. Doesn't really remind me of anyone too crazy. Maybe Waka kind of a little bit. Yeah, um, kind of. He's ten. like overzealous, and he's he's yeah. kind of energetic in a way. Yeah, I could see that. Waka waka, and he's a big dude, and they're both big dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ignis, though, I I don't really see too much of in other Final Fantasies. He's kind of unique to me. Uh, yeah. He does remind me of a villain, though. Like he, he reminds me of Pegasus from Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, <laughs> he, Pegasus from Yu Gi Oh. He's uh, what are these references you're making? Look at this guy. He's groomed to be the advisor to the king, right? He's he's groomed yeah. to be Noctis's advisor, and I just have a bad vibe from him, and I've had yeah. a bad vibe about him until probably the last six or seven hours of me playing, which is probably roughly around chapter ten. Um, and then I'm like, okay, like he's good, and I don't want to necessarily spoil all too much uh, for anybody that's listening and anybody who's watching. Or you, Greg, I know that you're still playing and you're a little bit yeah. behind. I, so I just got that. Yeah, it's a long eight. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I put in 30 hours and I'm not even close to done. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. It's, it's a yeah. long game. Yeah. yeah. But um, there's cool. there's a lot that happens. And, you know, you I mean, you'll, you'll start to pick up on Ignis a little bit more. Um, there is one thing that they say early on in the game and they allude to him wearing glasses. And they're like, oh, yeah, like he shouldn't be driving. He's he's wearing glasses. And he goes, actually, my my eyesight's pretty passable um, oh, without them. That, yeah. He goes, and they're like, oh, typical Ignis. He just, you know, he has to see everything so perfectly clear always. And um, just keep that in mind when you're playing later on. Like, it's such a... Does important. he, like, take off his glasses and then, it like, he drops it on the floor and then it makes, like, a giant explosion because they're so heavy. And then he reveals his <laughs> Dragon Ball Z! <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z glasses! <laughs> his wake up, I don't even need these things. It's just, like, it makes a crater or something. <laughs> At first, like, I thought you were going to say, does he take him off? And he's like, Wesker, he becomes even more powerful. <laughs> he does that <laughs> and then it, it's like out. the... Um, Oh, what's that? To me. <laughs> the freaking CSI Miami. Yeah! <laughs> it's the she's all that moment. He just becomes really handsome without his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> 
all I needed to do was just take out the glasses, and that was it. Yep, that's it. But uh, but yeah, I think I think the character model style is, is indicative of like like the the Japanese uh, culture, and they do look like kind of like like a J rock band. Yeah, you know, you know, and 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 I agree, uh, uh, Jason, that they like they kind of just leave the characters' personalities to their appearance. You don't really feel for them. No. And, and the, banter, the banter out in the road is, is much to be desired, and it's kind of weird. It's almost like shoehorned in. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, like, you know, they're like, they'll say something, and then someone else will say something, and then that's fine. Yeah. You know, and I'm just yeah. like, is this supposed to be like, a, they were talking it up, how this is a road trip between friends, and it's like a conversation going on. It doesn't feel like a conversation. See, it does in cutscenes and stuff, but never in the car. With, with yeah. all that stuff, though, like... like I still like I believe the the friendship between them, like their mm. car banter is shit. And actually, I started doing what I know Jason does. And if one of them sits inappropriately in the car, I slam on the brakes. Yeah, they just go like kind of flying back a little bit. I'm like, sit correctly. Yeah, when I catch <laughs> I catch Prompto <laughs> sitting in dad? the passenger seat. Hey, you sit back there with your crazy Sasuke hair. Yeah. <laughs> I see Prompto sitting up front, and he's facing backwards in the seat, and he's talking to Gladio and. And Noctis and I kick on the brake and I let him fly backwards and hit his head on the on the windshield. <laughs> Does he really? And they go, Oh my god, sorry. And I'm like, I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't apologize for you me. Sit, correctly. sit with your seatbelt on, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Good but like it. back to like the like the conversations they have in the car and the dialogue. It's like I've seen like uh, Greg, I've watched you play and I watched a couple of streams also, and it's like I don't believe that having a conversation or anything notable. Oh no, they're not, yeah. Like yeah. for instance, like in Grand Theft Auto, like in five for instance. When you're driving somewhere and they're having a conversation, it's a real fucking conversation. Yeah. And there's times you feel like an asshole because you got to like the actual like part of the game you have to get to. Yeah. And it cuts it off. You yeah. know, it's like, what? What were they talking about? How is this going to end? And it had nothing to do with the story. But the conversation between the two of the characters was great. Yeah. You know, like yeah. anything Trevor would talk about would be fantastic. And then it's like you get to where you got to go and it ends. And it's like, oh, I don't. Maybe it's because I'm not playing the game. I'm just watching the streams. But I don't get that in this. Yeah, no, it's the it it all feels forced, right? And there's no yeah. real character development. I feel like um, much opposed to like even thirteen, right? And that one kind of felt that way a little bit, but they had like some serious dialogue. They had good character development where they cared about each other and like they didn't like each other all at first, and then they became friends. Like this just feels weird. Um, I don't know. It just like the dialogue feels forced. There are little cut moments where. Prompto sits up on like a, a sign with Noctis and he's like, hey, uh, I just want to know, like, I'm glad I'm your friend. And not like you get to pick your own adventure, right? You get Noctis, you get control and Noctis can be like, yeah, cool. Like, I don't care. I, I hate when Prompto looks back at you because he's just like, hey, um, so I'm taking pictures of things. Anything you want me to focus on? And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. It's like, it's like, all right, all right, cool, cool. I'll take pictures of everything equally. And then like 12 hours later. In the gameplay, he's like, <laughs> "So remember the time you said you didn't care about what I'm taking pictures of? Is that still?" <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "I still don't care." Prompto weirds me out a little bit. Yeah, Prompto yeah. is just well. He used to be fat, right? He used to be a fat kid. Really? Yeah, isn't that wasn't that in the anime? Uh yeah. I've only watched a couple of the animes. Um, I didn't get to watch all of them, but he used to be a fat kid. And actually, um, there's a hotel that you can stay at. And sometimes if you stay at a hotel overnight or a place, you it triggers a random event where you talk to one of your buddies. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where it kind of shines a little bit. It actually got a little little, little too bromancy, a little too close, where I, I was kind of like, yeah, this is there. He's getting, not just getting married pretty sure soon. So yeah. why is Prompto hitting on him? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But like, so they're sitting like on like at night on the motel like roof and they're just like hanging out and they're talking and they allude to a point before they were friends. Right. And uh, like Prompto was like the fat loser and um, Noctis was just like the cool kid, right? He's the prince. He's the cool. He's whatever. He doesn't care. Susky. Yeah. Susky. Who cares? <laughs> We'd go off and train on my own and become the ultimate badass. It's fun. <laughs> Uh, but but you get that kind of sense. He's like, yeah, you know, he was like, yeah, back when I was, you know, and he he kind of trails off, and I was like, oh, it's because he was like obesely. He's pretty pretty big guy. Yeah, like um, what's his name from Naruto, the fat guy, Choji, Choji, yeah, Choji. Um, that Except conversation happened twice to me, by the way. What what what'd you say? <laughs> that prompto and Noctis conversation, like that yeah. exact one that we're talking about, happened twice in my game, and I was yeah, like, it happened. It's happened to me three times. I was like, <laughs> well, I gotta keep digging up old shit, man. I know. It's like I, I finally just I'm, I'm nonchalant now. I'm just like, I don't care. What do you want? Go. Yeah. Away. Yeah. Now, that's, that's something I do care about. Uh, the fact that they, they ditched the traditional turn base for a more free flowing action. Yeah. Combat. Like, yeah. The combat in this game, guys. Oh, my God. Like, I've wanted this in a Final Fantasy game. Yes. Like, I wanted it for uh, what's wasn't it? Was it 13? The one with uh, lightning? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't have it in that one. Like, she's such like an action star character. And and when I first bought the game, I was like, oh, it's turn based still. Oh god, nah, yeah. but she's a key. But in this one, oh my god, dude, just like flying around <laughs> like with the king's power, like it's so sick. And then all the so different dope. weapons you get, and then like the way you can use like your teammates. I mean, talk talk about the combat here. I mean, oh my god. Yeah, it's I, it's been long awaited. People have been dying for this to happen. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm still a huge fan of turn based because like there's a ton of strategy behind there. But this is so much more freeing. And like the game says at the beginning, like this is a Final Fantasy for starters or long term experience people. Um, and that really, you know, plays well, I think. Um, I, I am a fan of this. It's the hack and slash style. And there is strategy behind it, too, right? Like, you got to warp strike to uh, a higher ground and, and recover yourself and, and dive back in. And the further you warp strike, uh, the better your attack is. I'm like, that's really cool. Like, I, I love this this model that they have. Yeah. I don't know why you're warp striking. I just make fire and all the time, and I just throw it at him. And you're gonna burn your bros. <laughs> you're gonna burn your bros. Warp strike is cool, bro. Like you're, you're in the middle of combat, and like your health's going down. You warp strike away somewhere. Yeah. You just hang around, just still there, just hanging, for a <laughs> assess bit. the Start situation, and come back. back. Yeah. yeah, dude. The, the, and the animation is like really cool. I'm like I was like, ah, oh, I'm like I'm like in the king's grave. <laughs> actually, remember when we were talking about king's grave, and we we're like, man, I can't wait to fucking do that. Just like zip around like that. It, they do a really good job, and. It's not OP. Like, you have a limit to what you can do with that. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's your MP. But you never really feel that limited with it. Like, there's mm -hmm. only been a couple of times where my guy has uh, been fatigued and I, I can't really do much of anything. Um, it kind of makes Elixir almost, like, useless. Like, almost. Because I can literally mm -hmm. just, like, my, my MP goes down. I can hide behind a rock. And I can just have Prompto just, like, shoot a dude up and get my MP back. <laughs> Right, but what's interesting too is that you don't just lose your hit points, right? You also yeah. lose your cap, your cap for your hit points. So yeah. a high potion is no longer going to fully restore you. It's going to yeah. re fully restore what you have left. So that elixir is going to fully restore Dude, everything else. That almost fucked me so bad, <laughs> so bad in the uh, uh, I call it the water temple for lack of a better name. Oh, yeah, the the one with uh, the quote. Can't, the Aztec bird, Quizzicoddle. Quizzicoddle? Not yeah. going to work here. Quizzicoddle. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I hated that. Yeah. Quizzicoddle. I, I got to him, and I had maybe a quarter of my health, total health, left. And oh, wow. And 
he would hit me and I'd have to spring on a health uh, high potion like my life depended on it. <laughs> and even like when I was using I had like really high powered spells and I was doing like quad cast. So what you can do now is you can have a single cast, dual cast, mm. uh, tri cast, quad cast. And then there's a uh, five cast too. Yeah. I saw. Yep. Um, so you can actually uh, create these spells and they can have different effects depending what you're combining it with. Um, so to Jason's advice, I stopped selling all my junk and you could read that article on badcatyfunky.com. Uh, and I just kept it for just spells and that really that helps out. There's an experience one where I can get extra experience just by casting magic and hitting people with it. Yep. Yeah, you so. don't even have to kill that that beast. So what you can do is if you've got something that's weak or it'll be uh, taken down in one or two casts, you can cast it, run away from them. They'll help like the beast's health will regain. You go back yeah. and keep casting it and you can keep getting XP for it. Uh, it's a good little little farming method that I've discovered. It's fucking mm. awesome. And by when I say I, I mean the internet. The internet. <laughs> I discovered myself and I started doing it. Yeah. Strategy <laughs> tips coming soon. Um, so not only do we have this this whole awesome action-based combat uh, where you can zip around, you can stealth take down dudes in certain missions and stuff like that. And, um, and it gets really epic, too, with like the music and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Depending on like the beast you're taking down. I mean, oh, my God. Like so Some of these beasts, too, you can see like the muscles. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Like, thing has muscles. Yeah, the behemoth. They have abs. Yeah. Dude, dead eye, dead eye. Like lifts. I, I hate, hate escort missions, and I hate even more than yes. escort missions. I hate sneaking behind something so it doesn't see missions. Yeah, but the uh, the behemoth, the dead eye one, I didn't. I really liked. I didn't mind the fact that, I, and he caught me once, and I was like, all right, that's fair. You're a giant thing that's gonna eat me. That's fair. Which is funny because you, you always play like a rogue in like every almost yeah, I know. every game I know. you play. <laughs> and I sneak around. If if I have the option to sneak or not sneak, I will sneak. But if I have to sneak, man, if it's I'm mad. Upon you, I don't like this. It's not my choice. <laughs> don't put and me in a like, box. Run, you put run me through in a this box corridor like and that. kill everybody. I'm gonna sneak through here. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you play certain games for certain aspects, right? Like I play Dishonored to sneak around and like stealth take down dudes, right? I play Metal Gear for that. I don't play Final yeah. Fantasy to sneak around. No, I, you know, like, that. and that's what they try to do. In one minute, I kept on failing this one mission because I kept on charging at the cat. Because I was like, let's just kill him now. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> no, you have to follow him throughout the base and see the thing. So then you can kill him at the end. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, I can take, I'm OP. I did, I've done all of these stupid side quests. Uh, and that's like one of the things I want to talk about too. The open world aspect of this game. Yeah. Oh my God. It is phenomenally easy to not do the story in this. Yeah. Yeah. And not even care. Yeah. It, it's, it's fucking awesome. Um, I usually get overwhelmed, like in Skyrim. I just got overwhelmed, and I was like, I can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what story and what side mission anymore. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And um, Final Fantasy, actually, they they very easily differentiate the quests with colors, which is great because I don't yeah. read <laughs> colors. Red one is story. Love it. It's America. We talking about yep. reading? What blue What's is that? side quests? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, that open world aspect is is awesome. Um, what's really unique about this, and I'm not really giving anything away, but the game starts you off in the open world. Like, you're free to roam and do whatever you want. And then at chapter eight, I think, is when you actually start getting really linear and you get stuck and you can't actually, you have to go forward. Um, 
I actually love that because it's the complete opposite of Final Fantasies that I've played before, right? Yeah. Final Fantasy thirteen, like that game is so oh linear God. until you get to uh, Grand Pulse, and then you have to you get to do all your missions. This is like yeah. missions first, right? And I realized that I was getting real strong real quick. And when mm-hmm. I fought Quizicoddle, I had the Armager, right? So I popped basically what your ultimate is, and I ended them in like thirty five seconds. And I was like, nothing really poses a challenge, which. I like and I kind of hate, you know what I mean? Because like yeah. I've always related to Final Fantasy as cool. Like I'm gonna get to a point where I cannot move any further and I'm gonna be fucked. Like I can't do anything else in the game. I have to get past this boss and I need to be blessed by the gods over at Square Enix uh, to to be able <laughs> to finish this, right? But I've not experienced that yet, and it's it's really cool. But it's all thanks to having the open world. Um, and I being, remember like having that in, in the older games, like shit, like in order to progress, I need to get better. Like, oh God, I need to go back and do things. Yeah. I can remember that in the older games, like feeling that way. But yeah, you're right. In this one, like there's, it's not there. And, and, and you don't mind going off the beaten path. Like, like go back to, to, to Skyrim. Like, yeah, there's certain cool stories and quest lines in there where you don't mind going off the beaten path. There's like this like weird talking dog thing. Anyway, but, uh, <laughs> but this game, it's so beautiful. And like everyone like needs help. And like you, you're just going off this one part. I remember like I, I was, I was in this area where it's just like this huge open lake and all these creatures were, were, were there. And yeah. it's just like, huh, look at these things. I, I was just like sitting there just staring at them, just <laughs> looking at the ecosystem. And I was just like, da, 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 and, uh, <laughs> moving herds. And, like birds flew. I was just like, what the hell? This is crazy. It's crazy. Thanks. Yeah. yeah it's awesome um that and then you also the summoning is different in the game as well if you guys haven't yeah. already noticed um i don't know how to summon it just happens i, I know yeah it's like l2 <laughs> and i'm like okay and then yeah. a giant finger comes and kills things yeah and um and, and they're so epic too yeah. oh my yeah. god with the music the score the character models you're just like ah. right attack I'll, on titan is happening in the middle of a final yeah. fantasy game and i'm like i don't know what's going on right now all i can think of when you say like a giant finger is like the monty python foot just yeah <laughs> that's what it's like it's like that's pretty much it oh man yeah the summons um, are really cool um yeah. you have to you have to fight them to gain their respect and then they become your best really? friends really yep yep and yeah, I, uh, I have one you have one summon yeah so you have to get ramu next you got the titan right I got the Titan, yeah. Yeah, you gotta yeah, get, I got uh, Atlas. Yeah, the guy with the fucking world on his back, whatever yep. that is. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Titan, the thing coming out of the geodes coming out of his eyes. Well, they, they the, refer to yeah. him as the Titan. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, when you see it, like, that's the name. It says Titan on it. Yep. Yeah, but I call him Atlas. Yeah. The battle was, was crazy, too, and that's pretty... Because uh, we're on a first name it, basis. It, that's what yeah, I mean. it reminded me of uh, of uh, Ashura's Wrath, if you guys ever played that. Yeah, oh, like, my God, I forgot yeah. about that game. Dude, uh-huh. it's like Ashura's Wrath, where like, you're fighting this like, gigantic 